Good morning, Fantasy. Happy Wednesday, everybody. February 2nd here, 8.30 a.m. Eastern. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Good Morning Fantasy. I'm your host, as always, Luke Salk. And today we have another fun one. We're going to be breaking down my top. Uh, I don't know how, actually how many there are. One, two, three, four, five, six. My top six Dynasty Fantasy Football buy lows. These guys are have a lower value than what I think that their actual price is. So that's what justifies a buy, in my opinion. It's a player that's value for a trade is lower than what I think the production is equal to. It's that simple. Uh, Kevin's in the chat. Good morning, Kevin. Thanks for being here, bro. Appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening to this, regardless of what time you are uh, listening to this at 8.30 a.m., at 5.30 a.m. if you're on the West Coast, or if you're just watching the replay or listening to the podcast another day. Appreciate you for listening. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to make this show a part of your daily routine. Uh, with that being said, let's get into it, guys. My first buy low for this season so far, this offseason, is going to be Marquise Hollywood Brown. Shout out to Akash real quick for pounding the drum on him on Twitter every single day uh, of my life. Hollywood Brown has been very undervalued recently after having a very good fantasy football season this year, very quietly. Uh, and I think his value in Dynasty League, proportionally to what his production is, is completely undervalued. And I think that he is an excellent buy low opportunity. I don't even think you would have to send a first round pick to get Hollywood Brown. I think you can probably get him for a second, maybe a second and a third. And I think that's a very, very good smash value. If you don't believe me, let me share my screen here for a second, guys, and pull up a statistic from David G. Gattieri on Twitter for uh, at Guru Fantasy World. Sorry for butchering your last name, man. Uh, he's a great follow if you guys aren't following him already. DK Metcalf, age 24, round two pick, 129 targets last season with a 26 point, uh, 26% target share. 14.4 points per game in fantasy football. Wide receiver 9-26 uh, overall on keep trade cut. And then Hollywood Brown, also age 24, around one pick in the NFL draft, over around two pick. He had more targets of 146 to 129. He only had one percentage point less target share of 25 compared to DK's 26. He averaged only 0.3 points per game less, 14.1 to DK's 14.4. And he's valued at the wide receiver 32 to 89 on keep trade cut, where DK Metcalf's valued at the wide receiver 9 to 26 on keep trade cut. He's understand the point here. Very, very similar statistics and measurables, but they have a completely different uh, price point, which is absolutely insane how wide the, the price points are for these two players, especially for Hollywood Brown. I mean, I think DK Metcalf has always been a little overrated, in my opinion, for Dynasty. Uh, I think people who had him as their wide receiver one there for a little bit when he was going off couple years ago was we're, we're kind of crazy and i still stand by that i think he's a little overrated honestly uh but hollywood brown's a great value he's averaging uh, over over 14 points per game uh he's tied to lamar jackson the baltimore ravens offense which is a long-term successful offense and he's a very talented real life player uh getting bringing a guy like rashad bateman to the table for the ravens is a big deal for him mark andrews taking the next step into his breakout campaign was also a big deal for him allowing him more space downfield to open up and take more underneath dump off routes down the field was better spacing across the field. But as cornerbacks and matchups goes, uh, Hollywood Brown is really taking the next step. And he also did this with a lot of uh, not that much Lamar Jackson this season. Tyler Huntley was also in there a lot of the time uh, this year for the uh, for Hollywood Brown. And if he gets a full year of Lamar Jackson with uh, a large target share like he was receiving last season, the sky's the limit for him. I think, I mean, he was a wide receiver one for a large portion of this year. Uh, he finished as the wide receiver, I forget. He was the least a wide receiver two in points per game. I think he was around like wide receiver 15. He was a very, very good uh, steal this year in redraft and a dynasty, an incredible value because everyone kind of fell off 
Uh, the hype train after last year, everyone hyped him up, and then he didn't deliver. This year, nobody hyped him up. Well, some people did, obviously. But not many people hyped him up this season, and he actually went off. So Hollywood Brown, the thumbnail of today's video, is all uh, definitely my favorite buy low right now after being presented with all these statistics on Twitter. Um, he's extremely, extremely cheap compared to the opportunities that he gets in real life, and I think he is a stud that could propel your fantasy team to the next level. All right, number two from the same football team, surprisingly, is going to be J.K. Dobbins running back for the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, J.K. Dobbins coming into his third year in the NFL, following uh, his second year where he missed the entire season with a torn ACL. Uh, in his first year, he showed great flashes. He was not able to take advantage of the full workload in the backfield due to Mark Ingram's presence in Baltimore. I think next year we see a true return of form for J.K. Dobbins, one, talent-wise, and two, workload-wise. Uh, I mean, it's a bunch of Walmart employees in front of him in the backfield right now as far as uh, workload goes. J.K. Dobbins is going to come in, have a good training camp if he's healthy, and then he's going to establish that role and dominate this backfield this season. I'm all in on J.K. Dobbins 100%. I think he's a very talented runner in real life and in fantasy. The number one uh, or like top three rushing offenses in the NFL, uh, just volume-wise, rushing yards-wise per game with Lamar Jackson there. J.K. Dobbins is a no-brainer, absolute smash buy in my opinion whose value is going to do nothing but go up. One thing I think I love about J.K. Dobbins is that right now, he's interesting because he's not the cheapest. Like, I think his value isn't as low uh, as in, in the community some of these other buys uh, some of these other buys are. And I think that's a big aspect usually of buys and sells is you want to get those players to – you either want to sell at peak value or you want to buy at, like, really, really low value. And J.K. Dobbins is low value right now. Don't get me wrong, because he hasn't played in a full season. So everyone's like, eh, I mean, I like him, but I, he's not like a world a world breaker. But I view him as a world breaker. I think he's going to be the top 10, top 12 running back next season for sure. And I think he's being valued around like an RB like 18-ish range. I think he's a very good player. I think he has a bright, 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 bright future in Baltimore uh, as that lead running back for that team. Star running back, in my opinion. Explosive runner who can do it all insane balance and low center of gravity with a good uh, receiving profile. I think J.K. Dobbins can do a lot of things the right way on the football field. And J.K. Dobbins' price may be a first-rounder. I think that's totally fine, though. I feel very comfortable investing just a first-round pick straight up in J.K. Dobbins. Anything 107 or later, send it out there for J.K. Dobbins. I think that's a great deal for you going forward for your dynasty fantasy football team. He's going to be a workhorse for the Baltimore Ravens next season and for many years to come, hopefully. Moving on to number three on the list here, Brandon Cooks. I went and tweeted out about Brandon Cooks yesterday. Brandon Cooks is an extremely valuable asset, especially for how good he is. He is an extreme, extreme value. I don't understand how every single season Brandon Cooks manages to fall down draft boards and get overlooked based on his situation. Brandon Cooks last year with Davis Mills and Tyrod Taylor at quarterback managed to put up another 1,000-yard season and finishes the wide receiver 20 overall in PPR which is very good. I mean, that's a top uh, mid-tier wide receiver too, which is extremely valuable in fantasy football. He was in a fantastic weekend, weekend start, plug and play. Uh, I think Brandon Cooks is a very talented real-life wide receiver. He's only 28 years old, which is not that old at all for dynasty fantasy football. And I think that he has at least three more years of gas in the tank to keep up his dominance. I mean, he's finished with like a thousand yard season, like, I don't know, like five out of the six last seasons, I'm pretty sure. Brandon Cooks, regardless of QB play, regardless of his situation, is going to get his, and he is extremely cheap. You could get him for a second-round pick straight up, maybe even a couple thirds. No one cares about Brandon Cooks anymore for some reason, even though every single year he helps you win, every year. It, it does not matter 
what team you have, what build you have, Brandon Cooks is going to be a value. Every year in redraft, he slips down draft boards for the new hotter commodity. Just scoop up Brandon Cooks every single time in that like eighth, ninth round, and then all of a sudden, bada boom, bada bang, you just have a wide receiver, two to wide receiver, one kind of player. He's a no-brainer for me. He's a great smash value, and I love Brandon Cooks going forward, absolutely. All right, going down the list here, number four is going to be Juju Smith-Schuster, wide receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Incoming free agency here. I thought Juju was going to stick with the Pittsburgh Steelers. But after seeing some of his posts on Instagram lately saying it's been real Pittsburgh, uh, stuff like that, I think Juju Smith-Schuster is going to be leaving in free agency or at least heavily testing the waters. Uh, he said openly that he's interested in playing with the Kansas City Chiefs. He is only 25 years old still and a very talented real-life wide receiver. The thing with Juju Smith-Schuster over the last couple of years in Pittsburgh is that they were just not using him correctly. They were putting him in the slot and not giving him very much volume where he really can be played anywhere on the field. He can be outside, he can be inside, he can do whatever you need as a football player on the field. And I think he was, just wasn't given the proper opportunities that he deserved in Pittsburgh. So moving forward, if he gets out of Pittsburgh and goes to another team, I think he could be extremely valuable, buy low, dynasty asset. And even if he stays in Pittsburgh, He's a weekly uh, flex play that you can get for extremely, extremely cheap. Go out there, send out a second-round draft pick for Juju Smith-Schuster. Guaranteed it'll get accepted for that price. 25 years old, extremely talented on-field skill set, and he could be going into a very juicy situation like the Kansas City Chiefs this offseason. Uh, moving on to the final buy low, guys. A little shorter episode here for you, short and consumable. going to be Will Fuller the fifth. From the Miami Dolphins, I mean, Will Fuller had a huge breakout season when he was using those PEDs back in the Houston Texans. Will Fuller, I think, is a very talented real-life wide receiver. We didn't really get to see him develop with the Miami Dolphins this season, so his free agency is probably going to be a really, really low market. He might just end up in Miami again, but I'm not too sure what his relationship is like with the team right now after being injured all season. So we could see him coming back on another one-year deal for the Miami Dolphins. We could see him test the free agency waters. But regardless of what he's doing, everyone is extremely low on Will Fuller right now. Just no one cares about him. Uh, he's a very talented real-life wide receiver, in my opinion. He's very young, uh, dynamic skill set. I think he's a great wide receiver, too, to wide receiver three by right now. He could be a weekly flex for you for very, very cheap. Will Fuller is a very talented real-life wide receiver who, if he lands in the right spot in free agency this year or just runs it back with the Miami Dolphins, could have a very valuable fantasy year next season for very cheap for your dynasty fantasy football team. All right, before we wrap up, I'll ask if the comments have any questions for me real quick on the live stream, if anyone out there has any questions. Uh, we can run those real quick. Or if not, I don't have anything else for the today on the show, Doc. Uh, if anyone has, don't, if anyone else doesn't have anything, that'll do it for today's episode of Good Morning Fantasy, everybody. Uh, I'll be back again tomorrow with some more, as always, Monday through Friday, every single morning at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you so much for making the show a part of your daily routine. And I will see you guys all tomorrow morning at 8.30, bright and early. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you so much. And I hope you have a fantastic afternoon. Happy Wednesday, and I will see you on Thursday morning. Goodbye, everybody.